Welcome to the Soul Art Podcast. I'm your host and guide, Will Caminada, and it is my mission to help you become more in touch with your soul, expand your consciousness, and shine your light brighter and brighter so that you can live a life with more purpose, inspiration, and love. My intention for this show is to create a safe place where you can find support and guidance on your spiritual awakening and healing journey. Hello, beautiful soul. Welcome back to the Soul Art Podcast, part two of my ayahuasca episode. If you haven't heard part one, you can go back one episode, episode 12. And um, also episode 11, the deeper layers of healing is super connected with these two episodes. And just a quick request before I get into today's story, please make sure you hit the subscribe button and whatever platform you listen to your podcast so that you never miss any future content. All right. So I know I said this already, um, but just going to add a disclaimer here again that I'm not promoting the use of any psychedelic, any plant medicine, or promoting any institution. And also the friendly warning that I'll go really, really deep here, even deeper than the first episode. And and for some, again, this may sound very out of the box, very woo-woo, very esoteric, because obviously I'm talking about a psychedelic and... You do have visualizations and and it's it yes it it's very trippy um but again my only intention is to share my healing experience and perhaps give you any insights and reflection prompts for you that may help you expand your consciousness and if you don't resonate with it that's also fine there are a bunch of other episodes that you might like in the podcast So, the second night uh, was a little bit different from the first one. First, because I purged and I felt very sick, but also I went really deep and Aya revealed some things that I was not aware of. This time also, the shamans guided us to spend the day prior to the ceremony. We did the ceremonies at night. So they guided us to spend the day thinking about our intentions for the ceremony. They actually said you can write questions to Aya. (laughs) So I actually wanted to um, understand, I guess, understand why in this life I I carried, um, for most part, a lot of guilt and a lot of shame around my sexuality. But it, it was even before anything. I felt like I've been carrying this for for my whole life since I was a kid. I I had been carrying this for my whole life since I was a kid. Not anymore. (laughs) I wanted to um, also understand on a deeper level uh, what my relationships uh, wanted to teach me, my relationships with my my family, my closed ones, and, and my boyfriend who was with me in this trip. And I also had a few questions around um, the financial freedom I was, in, you know, working for. Well, so the first night uh, was a life review, and this one, I would say it was lives reviews. 
um, because I was shown several past lives um, or parallel lives, if you will. I'll, I'll use past lives here. Um, and not only not only was I able to visualize the scenes, but I was also able to feel the emotions very strongly as the first night. Um, I was shown about six lives, and to me, they all just made so much sense, like right through the, the visualizations, I could make sense of it, and I could understand why I felt the way I did in this life. And so I had massive clarity and healing too. Um, because I think the awareness and the, the clarity just gives you that that healing too. And I'm not going to go into all of them. But I'll, I'll share the one life that was most um, impactful to me. And also the one that gave me the most clarity. So in that life, I was some kind of uh, royalty in Great Britain, probably in the 15th or 16th century. And well, that explains why I've always inexplicably felt a connection with the United Kingdom. And I lived there too. Um, and, and also, um, well, by the way, I'm Brazilian. <laughs> and that's why I'm saying I lived there. Um and also why most of the initial phases of my spiritual awakening and healing journey happened when I was living there. So, well, yeah, what happened in that life was um, I was promised to a lady, um, as it's very normal in, in you know, the part of the culture in, in that time. But I was in love with one of the staff from the castle, from the palace who was a man. And I I had read a lot of Brian Weiss's work. He's the author of Many Lives, Many Masters and and so many others other books that are awesome and he talks he does past regression therapy. Um and I remembered he always guides his clients when they're in that state of hypnosis um in, in, in a past life scene, he always guides them to look into their eyes and see if they know, if they can recognize the person, if they know who that person is in this current life. And I did that. And I, I recognized my boyfriend when I looked at that man's eyes. And, and well, to make a long story short, all I know is that we were having a secret affair and at some point we were caught and I guess some kind of authority decided to quote-unquote put me to put me to sleep <laughs> if you will um, to avoid any scandal so yeah basically I was killed and um, I drank something poisoned before going to sleep and I, I died in my sleep and I remember feeling like it was a pain, painless transition, and it was as if I, I, I shrunk into a tiny, 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 tiny sparkle of light, and I could observe um, how my death affected others. My lover, um, he was extremely sad. 
he, he could not even attend the funeral for some reason. My mother was very sad too. And, and for, for many years, she prepared um, dinner every night, expecting me, her son, to show up to be her company. So this story tells me so much and he explained so much and it also helped me understand the dynamic in the relationship with me and my boyfriend and me and my mom who are the two of the people that I love the most in in this life so we we really are soulmates and we are having a chance to um in this life to heal to walk a different path to be together again and that's why i i added um parallel lives in in as one of the deeper layers of healing in in the episode um 11 the deeper layers of healing um, which if you haven't heard i suggest that you do so um and i also mentioned um animals in that episode and mother earth and in the previous episode i talked about how much love um i mean the 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 one before this one i talked about how much love and protection i felt from mother earth but in this ceremony i actually felt the pain of mother earth and the pain of the whole lineage of the feminine side of my family as well as the history of women throughout the centuries it was that powerful and that deep and that kind of crazy <laughs> so this is gonna sound even crazier than the previous episode but this time i was connecting with a lot of animals mostly again felines but some birds even dragons this time um, but really at some point similar to what i felt with the puma I started feeling as if I was a lioness. My body was heavy. Obviously, I was laying down on the floor, but I just felt my body really heavy. And, and my movements were so slow. And I remembered yawning so much. Um, but it felt like I was roaring or maybe yawning like lions do. <laughs> And um, I remembered looking at the cubs and staying in that real like mindful moment, you know, like there's nothing to do kind of feeling, uh, which may seem like it's how lions feel most of the time, I guess. Um, however, at some point, I kind of smelled smoke. And when I looked Ahead, I saw the forest and it was being burnt. And the fire was just growing bigger and bigger. And oh, bear in mind, by this time I had already purged. And it doesn't feel great, of course. Who likes purging, vomiting? But I know why we do in, in the ceremony and, and, and this experience because it's cleansing. And so that it's just so that you can go deeper and you just let go of what no longer serves so that you can heal more. Anyway, back to the lioness and the fire. <laughs> we, we all started running the whole pack and we were looking for shelter. 
We eventually found it. But I remember looking at the fire and the forest being burnt and feeling, feeling the anger, the pain, and the frustration of that lioness as if it was me. It was surreal. Um, it was a mixture of feeling her pain and feeling frustrated and angry at humanity, but, but also remembering that we are all one anyway. Um, and after that, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't purge any longer because I had fasted on that day and the previous day too. I didn't have food on me. I just had water. And so I, I started feeling really, really sick. And I, I remember at some point standing on, on force like a lion and purging into a, a bucket, <laughs> but purging for that lioness. I hope this makes sense because it's hard to put into words the experience, but I felt like I was, I was healing for her. And, and then I heard a voice that said, you're doing this not just for her, but for your mother for your aunt, for your grandmother, and all the women you know in this life, and all the generations of women across the years and years. And after that, I felt super light. And it was, it was then that I really understood that when you go deeper into your healing, you're healing the collective. And I guess if you have listened to, the, to episode 11, the deeper layers of healing, you will understand what I'm saying here. Um, you will understand better. Um, but once it was over, I still felt sick for the whole night. Um, but it was all fine once I got up in the morning and ate something for breakfast. So in our after session, I did ask the shaman um, a few things. And one thing I felt was that my whole experience felt very earthly it felt like i stayed very much in the in the realms of of the earth you know with mother earth the animals my life as a human being and i don't remember exactly what he said but it was something along the lines of ayahuasca reveals to you what you need to know right now and i think it was also because i didn't have much knowledge back then about higher dimensional beings as star seeds or the so-called ETs. <laughs> and now I do. Now I do know a bit more because I've been studying, I've been reading and watching documentaries. But then it wasn't it wasn't in my consciousness then just yet. And you know what? It was all perfect. Like the shaman said, we are always shown what we need to know. And it's up to us to open our hearts to it and really take the healing in. And most importantly, allow time to integrate this healing. Because it's been a year that I had this experience. And throughout this year, I still still had insights about that. And I, and I, I know I, I do and I will keep having insights about it. And like I said in the beginning of this part two episode... 
we are able to access this inner wisdom, this inner healing, this inner guidance with constant practice, uh, spiritual practice, with a constant constant practice of meditation and other healing modalities like breath work, sound healing, past life regression, hypnotherapy, and, and etc. Really, I think the breath and the willingness to go there is and the courage maybe is all you need. And I just want to wrap up this episode with this. The healing journey doesn't have to be so serious doesn't have to be painful. We don't have to understand, rationalize, or make sense of everything. We feel we heal. We trust and we heal. We expand our consciousness and we put what we learn into practice while we're alive in this life as a human being. And that's why I say... Love, 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 love. Live, live right now. Enjoy this human experience while you're here. So this life is about being here in your body in this experience. If you're interested in having deep healing experiences, not through ayahuasca, but through the power of breath, I am a certified breathwork facilitator. I mix my experiences and knowledge to guide you into your inner wisdom and that self-healing. And also as a singer-songwriter, I combine sound and, and voice and guided meditation in my sessions. So if you're interested, just get in touch with me through my website. It's www.willcaminata.com. And Caminata is C-A-M-I-N-A-D-A. Or you can message me on my Instagram at Will, G-U-I-W-I-L-L. And I'll leave links in the show's notes as usual. And if this episode has brought you value, please subscribe to my podcast. Um, you can take a screenshot of it, share it to your Instagram story, and be sure to tag me so I know that it's brought you value and your friends might benefit from this episode too. And as always, keep shining your light, keep your heart open, and let love lead the way. I love you. See you in the next episode.